awesome with Allison. And Eric, too. It's our podcast. Is it mine, too? Don't tell me how to live. Just sit and putta. I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, I'm already laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing with us or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. Who you with? The one, the only, he's wearing, as usual, a black t-shirt, my sexy lover husband, Eric Robertson, in Pleasant Pictures Studio. Hooray. I need a little more enthusiasm from you. Hooray. We are so excited to be here with you today for episode 38. We have a negative emotion flip, and the emotions that we are flipping are stress and overwhelm. So if you are new to the podcast, holy crap, hold on. It's going to be good. We are so excited to have you. And maybe you just missed episode 32, which was another negative emotion flip. And what we do with these negative emotion flip episodes, now that we have two of them, I can pluralize it, is we take seemingly negative emotions and we point out how they can actually be indicators of good things. Because one of my favorite mottos, one of my favorite things to remind myself, especially this year, is that I am not a robot. It's true you're not. And so... And guess what? If I'm not a robot, you're not a robot either. And because we are not robots, it means we will have negative emotions. And what I personally tend to do with negative emotions is go, why are you feeling anything other than (laughs) gratitude? Be grateful, Allison. Do this. Do that. You're so terrible that you've regressed. You know, I worked on this issue. And yet, for some reason, I still have negative feelings. I know. It's so weird. So the purpose of these negative emotion flips isn't to say stop it don't have negative emotions it is rather to say here when these negative emotions pop up let's cycle through them and look at the positive aspects and point out ways that they can be directing us towards something we need to be working on so we're super excited to do that today in that episode again we're going to be talking about stress and overwhelm in this episode so in episode 32 we do negative emotion flips on Jealousy, sadness, and hopelessness. Yes. So you can go back and listen to that. But again, we're so happy you're here, whether it's your first time or your 38th time. You are the wind beneath our wings. We are going to do just, I think, one or two segments really quick before we get into our session. And I wanted to do a Nobody Cares About Your Kids because we know nobody cares about our kids. So this isn't for you. It's for us. It's for so we're just coming off of Thanksgiving break and we've spent a lot of together time with our family road trip <laughs> yeah that was fun dad got mad yeah. dad got mad Dad had a rad. good reason to get mad but let's get to the story <laughs> so the story is rad is our four-year-old boy and he is just a lover he is a lover he is a flirt he is just a cuddly little bug who he really is just filled with so much sincere love yeah it's amazing he is so sweet he's just a little ray of sunshine but sometimes i think he you know leans into that to to get attention oh of course why shouldn't he as we all do 
or as I do. <laughs> and he lately has loved saying that he has a crush on things. And he and he does it to get attention because the seven-year-old sister and her friend go, ooh, Rhett has a crush. Anyway, today on the way to school, I was taking the 12-year-old, two seven-year-olds and Rad. And Rad was saying, I have a crush on my backpack. I have a crush on this. I have a crush on that. And then we were driving along and, and he said, I even have a crush on myself. <laughs> And I wanted to share that because it was adorable. Also, I love when he says he wants to marry me. And I said, sorry, I'm already married to your mom or he wants to marry you. He always gets, he gets disappointed that he can't marry us. You know what? I'd be disappointed if I couldn't marry you too. Oh, that's why I married you. Oh, come uh, on. But I loved that Rad said that I even have a crush on myself. He because does. I just we all should have crushes on ourselves. We should all have crushes on ourselves. And I absolutely loved that terminology, that phrasing. It, because a crush to me is so sweet. Yeah. And it just means you're kind of... It means you're vulnerable and you're loving. And you're enamored. And you're like noticing small things that, that other people don't notice. And so maybe today as a challenge, try to have a little bit of a crush on yourself. And that doesn't make you a narcissist. Because when you feel good about yourself, you're going to turn around and have a crush on, on everyone else and I just thought I thought that was such a cute thought but again nobody cares about your kids Eric has a getting bookie with it yeah I was just gonna say we're excited because I'm a huge Tim Ferriss fan the Tim Ferriss podcast is one of I think it's probably one of the podcasts I listen to the most so this is also a sharing is caring because Eric was like oh you got this book and I said you know what I pre-order and order any book or almost any product from somebody who does something like a free service like a podcast right so I You're a big time supporter. Well, I'm a big time supporter and I also appreciate other people who support me and what I do. When you do it, you are more supportive. And so Tim Ferriss has his new book and what's it called? It's called Tribe of Mentors. Yes. And uh, the subtitle is Short Life Advice from the Best in the World. So I was just scanning through this, and the first person I came across was Terry Crews, which is the big black guy on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the real muscly guy who's really funny and always likes yogurt. That's, He's amazing. Yeah. He's also in the just, what's the movie with Adam Sandler and Drew uh, Barrymore? Blended. Blended. He's also the Old Spice commercial guy. He's hilarious. And he's, I love Blended. Yeah, Blended's a great movie. I think it is so funny. Okay, moving on. Cool. So um, I didn't know he was in the NFL, which is pretty impressive. And now he's in all these movies. Anyway, this this uh, this quote was cool. They asked him, if, if you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say? And he would put this quote by Rolf Waldo Emerson. He said, God will not have his work made manifest by cowards. And then he said, whenever I'm doing something I'm scared of, I always think of worst case scenario. And the, and the answer usually is, you can die. And then he says, I answer back, I'd rather die doing something I feel is great and amazing rather than being safe and comfortable living in a life I hate. Pretty good stuff. That's really good. So Again, that's Tim Ferriss's new book called Tribe, Tribe of, of Mentors, Mentors, where he basically interviews hundreds of awesome people and asks these questions. And they're really good questions. They're not dumb ones. They're, they're not Well, because that's questions. what he does on his podcast is he interviews people, long format interviews. Yeah. So the, tons of impressive people. And I just happened upon Terry's interview and I was blown away. I love that quote. I'd rather die doing something I love that's amazing than die doing something that's safe in a, in a life I hate. 
I love that. It reminds me of the documentary we watched last night. What was it called? It was. Um, it's like Jim and Andy. It's about Jim Carrey and Andy Kaufman about the making of the movie The Man on the Moon. What was it on? It's on Netflix. It's a it brand new Netflix. documentary. Yeah. So we watched that documentary last night and Jim Carrey, they asked him about his dad. He felt like his dad had kind of settled by taking this job to support the family. And then when he lost his job, it really broke him. And I thought the insight that Jim Carrey had on that was so profound. He said, when you settle for something and you fail at it, it breaks you worse than failing at something you love. Yeah, I see that. And I feel like that is so true. And I think that that is similar to what Terry Crews is saying. So when you read that part of his quote, of Terry's quote, I'd rather die doing something I feel is great and amazing rather than be safe and comfortable living a life I hate. It's not even living a life you hate. It's not, I don't think a lot of us are necessarily living lives we hate. Right. But like Jim Carrey said about his dad, it's maybe more of a life that you're settling for. Mm -hmm. And we're settling for it because of the fear of going after what we really love and what we really feel passionate about. But this is a note. I just take notes in my phone all day. And before the podcast, I I look through my notes to see if I have anything to say. (laughs) And one of the notes I had on my phone is you don't grow without getting vulnerable. And, And that's what that fear so often is actually, I think, vulnerability. And you're not gonna grow unless you have that fear or vulnerability. And I think what vulnerability is, is an indicator of something that matters to us. And that's why there's fear around it. Yeah, we should do a podcast just on fear. Study that a little bit. For sure. Well, I think we talk about it in so many. Yeah, that's true. But we just have so much to say. We're just so wise. All right, so let's get into it now. Negative emotion flip, stress and overwhelm. So as we were talking about stress and overwhelm, the reason it came up is because we just got back from a week-long kind of break from work and everything. Yeah, it's not... I don't know if a vacation is a vacation if you're not relaxed. Or is a vacation a vacation if if kids are with you? I don't know. (laughs) It's a a memory-making week. Let's say that. But I did a really good job of not checking my email. That's right. I wasn't on social media very much other than just in a fun, pleasurable, silly way Mm -hmm. where I'm not looking at stats and I'm not trying to promote anything. Yeah. It just was awesome. And it felt really good. And I feel like I was more fun to be around. Yeah, Totally. The flip side of that is then starting to drive back to Utah from San Diego and then it being Sunday night and just feeling complete, utter panic. And I talked about this in an Instagram post and I posted dominate with ease and we'll We'll link to that because I start, I think we all start to do this is when we have a lot to do, we just start to tense up and tighten up and let the stress come in. One thing I've really experimented with this year is that you can dominate and work hard and not do it in this clenched fist, white knuckled manner. Sure. You can do it with a relaxed body and a relaxed mind and letting energy flow through you in a positive way. You can have some hustle in your step, Mm -hmm. but 
it doesn't have to be this tight fight fight yes Yes. So what we like to do with this negative emotion flip is say, when you have this negative emotion, here's how to flip it or be grateful for it, essentially. Mm -hmm. And what we decided with stress and overwhelm is when those pop up in your life to remember that they are energy. So stress and overwhelm equal energy. And so often in life, what are we looking for? More energy, more ideas, more passion, more getting things done. Go, go, go. What stress and overwhelm are is they are energy. So I think the way to be grateful for stress and overwhelm is your body, your mind, your spirit, they are generating energy. Now, is it the most productive (laughs) energy? No. And then you need to direct that energy. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. So Eric, you had some awesome ideas about how stress and overwhelm can be positive too. When you're overwhelmed, it's like to me it's just my head is full of a dark cloud I know I need to do all these things and I'm just living in the future like trying to work them all out and it's just my energy is all just bouncing around and it's not going anywhere directed so to me when I was thinking about when I'm overwhelmed like what does that mean to me mm-hmm. some positive aspects of overwhelm or stress um, means that now th- these three things that I'm going to say doesn't mean that every time you're overwhelmed that it relates to you but probably one of the three at least is yeah. relates to you if your stress are overwhelmed a positive thing is you have a sense of duty like you know yeah. something needs to be done that's admirable it could show that you have multiple interests or you're involved with multiple things yeah which which is another great thing to be doing and then the third thing that could be a positive is you have active relationships with others when you're overwhelmed it's usually because you're doing something for other people or other people are relying on you it's that that's usually an indicator or Mm -hmm. something that at least gives me stress so when you're overwhelmed it's not all it's not all dark. <laughs> it comes from good stuff. You have a sense of duty. You have multiple interests and active relationships with other people. So that's maybe a good way to look at that instead of just looking at the darkness and trying to figure out what you're doing. It's yeah. It's because it comes from a good place. I talk about this so often that our emotions are habits. And so the emotion of stress and overwhelm can be a, a triggered habit when you feel a sense of duty, when you have multiple interests, when you have active relationships with others. And so it is a learned system that we've taught our body to respond to having multiple interests and having lots of relationships to respond to those with overwhelm and stress. And I think that that is so amazing to think of it as a habit because if it's a habit, I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying it's something that we can actively work on. And so, okay, Allison, cool. Thanks. That sounds great. How do I actually (laughs) work on it? For me, it's so simple. It is just pausing for a moment and remembering this is a choice. That's it. Yeah. This is a choice. And I love how you gave language to what that stress and overwhelm can actually be, which is ask yourself when you're feeling it, okay, right now I'm feeling a sense of duty. What are the things I'm feeling a sense of duty? So don't label it as stress label it as a sense of duty or label it as I have lots of caring relationships. Again, I'm not saying don't have these quote unquote negative emotions ever in your life, but labeling them as what they are takes you one step closer to doing something active towards getting you to where you want to be. It gets you out of your head. Yes. Stay in your head, you're dead. When you're overwhelmed, you don't have focus. 
Mm-hmm. It's gone. Mm-hmm. And this, from this book, <laughs> Tribe of Mentors, one of the quotes that Terry Crews is pondering, it's by Steve Jobs. Check this out. It says, people think focus means saying yes to the thing you've got to focus on. But that's not what it means at all. It means saying no to the hundred other good ideas that there are. You have to pick carefully. I'm actually as proud of the things we haven't done as the things I have done. Innovation is saying no to 1,000 things. Steve Jobs. It's such a, like a mic drop. It's kind of like a freeing, it's a liberating quote for me at least. Yeah. To know that you can control your power and focus by saying no to so many things. Now, we've yeah. talked about saying no, and you're not, you don't want to disappoint your family and, and, and go in that direction. But all the things that you have overwhelmed for are usually things you've probably said yes to in the past or are saying yes to at the moment. Mm-hmm. And it, once again, it's a choice. And it goes back to that life. Tony Robbins says, design your life. It says the choices we make, the things that we want to be a part of, we need to be very careful and very specific on designing our life and what we want to do. Otherwise, the overwhelm is just going to get there so much easier because you've said yes to too many things or, you, you know, you just let yourself be overwhelmed. Yeah, I love that. And so the negative emotion flip of stress and overwhelm, what is it really? It's energy. So when you're feeling that stress and you're feeling that overwhelm, remember that they're energy. Now that energy could be stemming from a lot of different things, relationships, obligation, things that you'd like to get done. One thought that I had about stress and overwhelm is to pinpoint, keep a journal, write it down. Writing things down will change your life. Yeah, it's true. Write things down because it's so hard to recognize our own habits when we're not paying attention to them. So what I like to do and something I've been doing this year with my stress and overwhelm and that extra energy that I have is try to pinpoint patterns. And so one thing that I have stress and overwhelm around, and this is so silly because there's a lot of things I have stress and overwhelm around, is dinner. So what do you do with that energy? All this energy and I'm mad that I'm thinking about dinner and we don't have dinner and I feel guilty that I'm not making dinner and I feel guilty it's not a healthier dinner and I'm not meal planning and we go out to eat tons and it's just this whole stupid thing to waste and suck my energy a much more productive thing to do is to pinpoint the stressor or pinpoint the thing that is creating the overwhelm and create a system around it to take the energy that you're using to be stressed and overwhelmed and use that energy into creating a system so what's the number one thing I do when it's time to create a system, I stress and overwhelm, get overwhelmed with choosing the exactly perfect system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's literally, again, these are only habits that I've noticed. You love to be overwhelmed. I love to be overwhelmed. It's so much fun. We act like it's a badge of honor. Yeah, you feel important when you're overwhelmed. Yeah, it gives you a sense of significance and identity, and we all do it. But we talked about this in episode 37. One of the ways to be miserable is to think that your problems are special and that your problems make you special. So if you think being overwhelmed makes you special, what incentive do you have to ever stop being overwhelmed? Right. And we have a newsflash for you. You're not special if you're overwhelmed. We're all overwhelmed. <laughs> you're special if you're like Eric when we got a couple's massage for my birthday. He was asking my massage therapist how bad my back was. And she's like, I don't like to use words like bad. And I looked at his massage therapist and I was like, that guy. And she's like, whatever he's doing, he needs to keep doing it because he his back is just his whole body is so relaxed. He just lives in that state. That's special. We all need to be more like Eric. Uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, babe. 
So hopefully some of these thoughts have helped you. So just to recap, again, we're doing this negative emotion flip. Right now, are you stressed? Are you overwhelmed? That's great because what it means is that you have energy and where your energy flows grows. Right now, if you're flowing that energy to more stress and more overwhelm, that's what's going to grow. But if you can pinpoint where the energy is coming from, you then can direct it towards a solution. So that stress, and that overwhelm, that energy, is it stemming from a sense of duty, something that you need to get done? Is it stemming from multiple interest? Maybe you need to pick and just focus on one for a while. Put your energy towards one for a while. It's You can't boil the ocean. You cannot boil the ocean. That's something I say in my branding workshop all the time because with entrepreneurs, it's such a common problem of wanting to do so many things at once. Mm -hmm. And we feel like if we focus on one thing for a time that we won't be allowed to do something else. Yeah. It's just not true. Like I go back to to the designing your life idea and the visual I get is like when you're designing your living room, Mm -hmm. you want to pick what's the coolest and what's going to be meaningful to you. You don't just go to the store and pick one of everything and that's if you're if you're not designing your life you're just randomly taking things into your life your your living room is going to be way too full and look terrible yeah by designing it you're very intentional with the choices and the things you want in your life i love that and and the third thing we kind of talked about in ways to direct your energy is those maybe that stress and overwhelm is stemming from too many active relationships yeah. And that's where I have to remind myself very often, invest in people who invest in you. I'm often investing in people very heavily who are not invested in me, right? By comparing myself to them or trying to please them when I might have somebody literally right under my nose who is really investing in me and I could be giving them more time and energy. And that's how you yield an intentional designed life, like Eric said. I want to recommend a book on this topic in general, and I'm sure I've talked about it before, but it's Greg McGowan's Essentialism. And again, we'll link to all of those uh, past podcasts and books in the show notes at theallisonshow.com or you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial by using our affiliate link through Audible, which is what we use to read and listen to books. You can get that at audibletrial.com slash awesomewithallison and that's Allison with one L. So if you are feeling particularly stressed and particularly overwhelmed and you liked this episode but you just need Need more. I'm really going to recommend that book, Essentialism by Greg McGowan. He has a great British accent and he reads the book. So it's a really fun listen to and it's a quick listen. And I think that it will really help you on this topic, especially as we move into the holidays. All right. We hope you enjoyed this negative emotion flip. We want to thank you guys so much for being here. We are so excited to have you. This podcast is brought to you by me. (laughs) We want to tell you guys about our I'm freaking grateful gratitude practices that are coming out so soon. So if you have listened to episode 24, where we do a free guided gratitude practice, we are about to release an album of guided gratitude practices. So episode 24 of our podcast, if you haven't listened to that, you definitely should because so many people have used that gratitude practice 
space to make positive changes in their life. I have multiple direct messages and emails a day of people telling me how they've lost weight, found better relationships with their partners just by implementing the gratitude practice. So we are so excited. I'm going to say in a week. Do you think we can get it out in a week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Our goal is to get it out to you in a week, but we just want to put that on your radar. We want you to get excited about that. We want to get it out in time for Christmas because we think it is an amazing gift to give yourself. It's an amazing gift to give other people. We, you know, we're trying to get it out for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, but that's just, you know, how the cookie crumbles. Yep. Can't do everything. So we want to put that on your radar because we are so excited to share that with you. And if you haven't listened to episode 24, you are missing out on one of, I think, the biggest... I think it's our best value. The biggest value that we have to offer you. Yeah, I, I think so. Because the biggest value you're going to get out of podcasts and the biggest value you're going to get out of this uh, journey ding of, of self-discovery and improvement is you putting in the work. And that's what this gratitude practice does is it asks for your involvement, but in a very easy guided way with Eric's amazing music to back it up. So we have a free one, episode 24, and then we're going to have a album for purchase really soon. And we're super excited about that. All right, Eric, do you have some reviews for us? Uh, I have a review for us and it's about episode 32, which is the negative emotion flip one that we did before. Oh my gosh. So I think this applies today. This is by Rad Fury 64 They say, I've listened to a lot of this podcast and this episode is by far my favorite. I've listened to it more than once. The tools shared by Allison and Eric are simple, practical ways to flip a negative to a positive and it works. It can get very overwhelming listening to self-help podcasts for me, but this one isn't. Thank you guys for putting something out in the world that helps and uplifts. I will be sharing this with family and friends. I know you like that part. Because sharing is caring. <laughs> okay, that was Rad who? Rad Fury 64. Rad Fury 64. Please send us an email to Awesome with Allison. Awesome with Allison <laughs> at the Allisonshow.com. That's Allison with one L. We are going to send you an I'm Doing Awesome Tumblr and a New Shack CD. That's one of Eric's bands. And we want to thank you guys so much for your podcast reviews, for sharing on Instagram. Will you do that? If you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoy any of the episodes, that is the number one way that we grow the podcast and are able to spread this awesome empire of love and people feeling a little bit better than they did before. If you share that, if you click on those three dots in the corner, you can text it to a friend, you can email it to a friend. If you share on your Instagram, be sure to tag me so I can tell you thank you. And again, we just really, really appreciate that. I want to tell you how much I love you, how grateful I am for you. I'm so thankful that you're here. I hope this in some way impacts your life for the better. And I want to remind you that only you can be you and you're already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, what are you going to take us out on? You know, the last couple months, I've kind of turned down a lot of clients to just compose for this new library this new club I'm making called Pleasant Pictures Music Club. I know, it's going to be so good. Yeah, so I'm consistently composing these pieces. I'm very proud of them. So I'm going to play one of those today. There's no lyrics. <sighs> Never before heard. I know. this is Exclusive PPMC, Pleasant Pictures Music Club yeah, audio experience. Yeah, for, for any of you content creators out there that need a music solution, this is going to be your answer. It's launching in January, but I'm going to give you a little taste right now. We're launching all, we are making all sorts of promises today. I know, today. <laughs> I know, I know. Here we go. This is called A Walk in the Redwoods. Mm -hmm. 